sometimes I need a change of scenery to be productive. I got a lot of work that I do at a computer and I need to leave the house sometimes. Just go to a coffee shop for that change of pace. I like the sound of coffee machines whirling and the little bell on the door that rings as people come and go. I like that. But sometimes coffee shops get really busy. And as I'm working at the table, occasionally I need to empty my bladder. Now, I know it would be foolish of me to leave my computer at the table because someone could walk off with it. Not everyone is as nice as you and me. So I came up with what I think is a pretty smart solution. If you're ever in a coffee shop and it's crowded and you don't want to give up your table, take the computer to the bathroom with you, but leave your wallet on the chair so people know that chair is taken. I've done it before and it works really well because when I came back, the chair was still there. My wallet was gone, but I didn't lose my seat, so that is a win. Hello and welcome to another episode of Apocalypse. Let's get started. Sometimes you're just drawn to people because of their energy, right, or their attitude, uh, their fun-loving nature, their positive vibes. And Danielle Sullivan is someone that has all of those things. I always enjoy my time with her. I know that it's going to be fun and silly and goofy, and we need those people in our lives for sure. So she is our guest today, and you can find her on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm going to put her handles in the notes in case you want to connect with her. But we're going to talk about Brene Brown. It's one of her favorite people in the world and Brene's podcast called Dare to Lead. We're also going to play a unique game that puts Danielle's improvisational skills to the test. And that's all I'm going to tell you right now. So I think we are ready to meet Danielle. Let's get to it. Hey, Danielle, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. How's the weather in your parts? Whoa, it's, that sounded. Let me start that over because that did not sound good. Warm. <laughs> Very warm. Danielle, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very good. You're home this week? I am home in sunny St. Pete, Florida, where the temperature is 72 degrees and sunny every single day. Is that true? Because, you know, Ari's here for like Florida's great in the winter. It's brutal in the summer, but St. Pete is nice all year long. Well, it is brutal in the summer and it does feel like you're a piece of tinfoil wrapped. No, a sausage wrapped in tinfoil in the microwave. It feels terrible. Mm, okay. It feels like the next dimension of hell. It's that hot. Mm. But right now it's so nice because I never check the weather. Like it's sunny and you just know it's going to be good. Yeah, until I plan something and then it rains. What an easy gig it would be to be a meteorologist. Can I tell you some? It cracks me up because I look at the weather and they run out of things to say. It's like sunny, partly sunny, sunny with a chance of a cloud, abundant sunshine. Like they do mix it up. But do you still tune into the news to watch the weather? Because anymore, you've got your app, right? Like, I don't know why they wait till the end of the newscast to talk about sports because I can check the scores and highlights now. Like put something I, at the end of the newscast that I can't find online or via an app. I don't right. know what that would be. All right. And nowadays, I don't even know. I would say a good news segment, but is there good news? I don't know. 
The good news is that we're talking to you, Danielle. Now, Florida is not your native home. You are no. from upstate New York, correct? That is correct. The yes. town of? Oswego, where Oswego. the water never ends. Isn't that a song? Yes. Oswego, where the water never ends. From the shores of Lake Ontario. It's like a whole thing. Wow, that's really, I'm surprised I've never heard that one before. <laughs> that's, it didn't make the Billboard top hits. <laughs> it did not. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I'm going to do something later with music for you. It's right Ooh. up your alley. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep you in suspense. So when did you move down to Florida? Like, how does that work? I, let's see. Here's my life story in 30 seconds or less. Do you want me to time it? Let, you know what? Let's do that. Hold on. I'm going to get okay. out my stopwatch. I have it right here. Are you ready? I need your yes. life story in 30 seconds. Go. Grew up in New York, went to college in New York, then realized that I wanted to be in politics, worked in Albany, then moved to D.C. to work on Capitol Hill, September 1st, 2001. Ooh, 15 seconds. Then I went organic food store, back to Capitol Hill, then moved back to upstate New York, became a teacher, was too cold, moved to Florida, joined CA. You have five more seconds. And I love it here. Curriculum Associates. And scene. Scene. Very good. All right. That's your whole life story. But I noticed you didn't mention your spouse. Can we talk about I her? Did, yes, I did not mention my spouse. Um, I'm married to the love of my life, Haley. And we both we both moved to Florida. Oh, gosh, it's almost eight years ago. And we yeah. were it's a true story. Both I met. We moved to New York on the same day, but didn't know each other. Isn't okay, crazy. Yeah, that is why seven, seven, seven. Oh, what do you mean? That's the date you got married? Seven, July, seven, no, 2007? July 7th. 2007 is when both of us moved to Ithaca, New York. Individually, we didn't know each other. And then we met as friends three years later. Lucky seven. I know. Now, what do you love the most about her? Only one trait. She is. She keeps me in check in a really nice, compassionate way. That's nice. And what do you think she would say is her favorite trait about you? I would hope it's that I make her laugh. Yeah. What if I were to ask her, what is Danielle's grossest habit? What do you think? What do you think oh, she would say? <laughs> she might say, oh, I itch my ears and I make a god awful golem sound. When you I itch forget. your ears? Yes. I have allergies. I have, I don't know. I, I, I have to go back to the ENT probably. But when I itch my ears, I make a sound like golem and it's yeah. horrible. I know when I pet my dog, behind her ear she makes a noise i wonder if it's on par can i hear the noise can we get a little taste of that oh gosh <laughs> it was so garbled i'm well, probably better off not hearing that nobody needs to hear that nobody okay yeah and neither do our listeners so danielle <laughs> you travel a lot for work so let me yes. ask you you've seen a lot of this great country of ours is there a town that you would relocate to in the United States? And if you had the opportunity, what about internationally? Where would you want to relocate? So in the U.S., I actually just went to Utah for the first time in my life last week. Mm -hmm. It is gorgeous. Yeah. Although I don't think I'd want to live there. It was really pretty to drive through. It's a lot of mountains. And then I drove from Utah, like Salt Lake City, all the way to Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, you did? Yes. And I drove through Las Vegas. I'd never been to Las Vegas either. That was really cool. But I think seeing the mountains, the ocean, the rolling hills, I 
I technically live in two places. So we mm -hmm. figured out a way to live in upstate New York part of the year because I'm from, like I said, upstate New York. A lot of my family and friends still live there. So we put an RV on my friend's land outside of Ithaca, New York. And we also live in St. Pete, Florida. So I feel like I'm getting two different places, like the palm trees and the beach, and then I get the forest and the yeah, rolling that's nice. hills. Right. Um, I, mountains are too big, like the the Rocky Mountain or wherever I was. Those are like overwhelming mountains. Very overwhelming. And then internationally, you know, I would say maybe Europe, but I also I've been to Panama, Panama, Panama. I don't know what other Panama there is, but I've been yeah. to Panama twice. And that's an interesting place, too, because you get all of the fruits and vegetables from South and North America. It's pretty cool. Oh, Jungles. wow. Did you do yeah. a taste test? I No, not as much as I wanted to. Okay. But I the fruit there is amazing. Plus, the it's in the jungle. It's it's kind of interesting. They have the same climate all year round. Right. But I feel like I live in Florida for that. So I don't know. Maybe Europe. I don't know. Okay. I like what I'm doing right now. I feel like I live a third in New York, a third in Florida, and a third in the air. That's right. Like that. <laughs> a lot of airtime. A lot of airtime. Now you have a background in improvisation, right? You were in college, you were in an improvisational group, correct? Um, after college, as Ooh, an adult. Excuse me. Yeah. As so I as that's adult. reserved for children typically. <laughs> well, sometimes I was in an a cappella group. Too. So I was in an acapella group in high school and college, and then I used acapella. I started groups to make friends. Okay. And it worked, right? Are you still yeah, friends with some of those folks? Yeah. I made friends. I started a group in DC when I lived there, and then I moved back to upstate New York and started another group. Mm -hmm. But I joined an improv troupe when I became a teacher. And it was a lot of fun because I was burned out as a teacher and then I got the courage to audition for an improv troupe and I was in it for five years and it helped me be a better teacher and human. Right. Imagine for everybody. That. Right. Yes. Because I require a lot of attention and it was a really good outlet for that. Right. So you and I both are SNL fans. So who's your top five, top five favorite cast members of all time? Okay. They're all female right off yeah. the top of my head. I'm going to say Kate McKinnon, Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey. Yeah. And Tina Fey. That's mm -hmm. so strong. That's a great starting five, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it was fun when even Tina Fey made the movie. I think Tina Fey made it Wine Country. It's on Netflix. I've not seen that. Yeah. But all those gals are in it. Oh, my gosh. All the gals are in it. And it's hilarious because they all get excited. And Brene Brown's literally in the movie because I am a huge Brene Brown fan. See, I did not know that. OK, yes. And that's the podcast that we're going to be talking about, too. Yes. It's Brene so, Brown. So, so you may movie... have built a nice transition in there. And that's on Netflix. Yes. OK. Wine so, Country. Wine Country. <laughs> a podcast that you love to listen to is because you love this woman so much, Brene Brown, right? Yes. It's called Dare to Lead, and we are going to talk about it after this short break. Podfulness. Remember that one time you went out with your friends and had a really nice meal together, and then afterwards, you know, you were looking at art galleries, and you got ice cream at that favorite coffee shop down the street. You were laughing, talking, having a great time, remember? And then you get home, and you change into your comfy clothes, and as you get ready for bed, you look in the mirror and you notice something and it's not insignificant. It's a large piece of lettuce between your front teeth. And you think that's been there since dinner. My dear friends, they didn't say anything. So let's raise a glass to good friends who always have our backs, but not our fronts. 
particularly the face. And I'm talking to you specifically, Robert. And now, back to the show. Brene Brown seems to be one of those names that I see all the time. And it wasn't gradual. It wasn't like, oh, I heard her name here. And then three weeks later, I heard it. All of a sudden, she was everywhere. So Mm -hmm. tell our listeners who may not know who she is a little bit about Brene Brown. Okay, so I would consider myself a Brene Brown super fan, potentially super stalker. So just Hmm. let's just put that out there. So Brene Brown is a social scientist researcher. Actually, sorry, she's a social worker. Uh, She's a professor at the University of Austin. I don't know if she still is, but she started her career researching human connection. And what she found is what gets in the way with human connection. So she actually started researching shame and vulnerability and all the things that get in the way from people being able to connect with each other. One of her most famous first books, it's not her first book, it's called Gifts of Imperfection. From that, she did a TED Talk at the University of Austin. And her TED Talk, she's a great storyteller. She's funny. She's self-deprecating. And that like launched uh, millions and millions of views. Then she was invited two years later to the TED in California, where she gave a second TED Talk. But she's written five books. She Mm. has two podcasts. She has a Netflix series. She has an HBO series. Um, It's great because when I first started following her, I feel like her research gave research and words and experiences for me to talk about that I've known and seen in education for a really long time. So I was, it felt like things started to make sense. And then she had done all this work, but still when I would talk, when in my travels, I would ask if people knew who she was and they wouldn't. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that people are knowing her research more because it's so important in, in the realm of education and just in humanity. But I love that she started these podcasts during COVID. Um, that's when extras to unlocking us and dare to lead, but I prefer dare to lead. Cause I like to listen to podcasts to learn. Yeah. That's silly. But so she's, she's great. Cause she's also really real and it feels like she could be your friend and she's real about stuff and she's honest. She doesn't feel like one of those celebrity researchers that are like, oh, I'm perfect. Yeah. Well, what I, what I like about her story, what I'm gathering from you is that she didn't, she wasn't famous and then did something. Right. She did something and that helped her to become more famous. So she's got that background in research and and social work. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are plenty of motivational speakers and authors out there that will tell you how to succeed in business, but they've never owned a business. Correct. And so it sounds like she walked the walk before she talked the talk. Right. And the other thing that's really compelling about her is not only she took she says this in her TED talk. She took, um, when she found out what makes her first book, not her first, but the gifts of imperfection, what it may, what it takes to be a wholehearted person. She went and got a therapist and was like, hello, um, this is my list of things to fix in my life. And it's really funny. Like she tells this story because she was not living the, her life, the way that her research was saying that she could. So she's put a lot of her own research on her own life and it's been kicking and screaming, which is, which is nice to hear because this stuff's hard. Sure. It's hard to do this. And because she's Brene Brown doesn't mean she has it all figured out either. And she's forthcoming about that. So I've listened to a couple of episodes because I knew you were going to be on the show, but share with the listener here how the format is. What's what's Dare to Lead all about? What can they expect? So it is she interviews 
a lot of leaders in leadership. Leaders, <laughs> leaders in leadership. In leadership. Hmm. Um, I think a lot of her guests have a book, but that's not a prerequisite. So it's about an hour, which, you know, it's a commitment. You know, it's not like a quicker podcast, but she really is just as an intro. Sometimes she'll split it into two parts if it goes longer than an hour, but she'll just do a formal, like we're doing question answer. She has a lot of questions um, and she clearly reads the book and gets really excited and digs in. And then at the end, she plays a rapid fire game with them. Okay. And also a playlist, which I think is fun. So rapid fire, what? She'll just ask a bunch of questions one after yes, another. Like and really, have- really fast. Like, what do you think vulnerable vulnerability is? And this or that, and people have to answer really fast. Okay. Is that your favorite segment? I mean, is that every episode? Yeah, she was trying to be, she started that, I think, a, a little bit into the podcast, and then that's what she did at the end. What a gimmick. I mean, who does that? Who ends their podcast with a game to try to get people involved? <laughs> I know, so That crazy. is ridiculous. That's so crazy. So who would get the most out of listening to this podcast? Is it more female-driven? Is it more- I think- If you are interested, you know, it's interesting because she interviews all different types of leaders and it's not just females, males, but I think her audience is primarily female. Like, I don't know, even her research, she, she really interviews a lot of different types of people, all different walks of life. Um, It's really for what Dare to Lead in particular, I find helpful if you're thinking about leadership in particular, just in, in across lots of different industries. So in the industry I work in education, I'm always thinking about how to be a leader myself, how to support the educational leaders. And I always find something useful and interesting. And this podcast though, it's come to an end. Obviously it lives on forever online. I know I've actually been very sad about it because I'm, I'm grateful for your show because to find a new podcast is so overwhelming. And this was like a podcast. I listened she was like my friend every Monday. I knew I was going to have something from Brene for the last two and a half years through this or three years. I think her podcast has been out whenever 2020, I think it started and now we're in 2023. So I went for a bike ride yesterday and I didn't know what to listen to mm-hmm. because she was consistent. Yeah. I mean, I love other podcasts, but I'm like, do I want to laugh? Do I want to cry? Do I want to just be inspired? I don't know. Yeah, so. I get it. I mean, that's right. Certain podcasts. And when they take a week off, it's like, well, no, 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 no. You're my Monday thing. Right. Like, what are you, you doing? Yeah. You have well, a life? I wasn't going to talk about this, but uh, one of the reasons Brene stopped doing her podcast was because she knew I was starting one. Oh, he was a little worried that the head to head competition would be too hard on her. I get it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that totally makes sense. I mean, you're going to be the number one podcast very soon. I'm sure that's going to happen. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, it will. So, so what is next for Brene? Do you think what's her next step? She's done with podcasting. She's got the book. She she obviously does a lot of professional speaking. Yes, I think next she's going to collaborate with Danielle Sullivan. Oh, and that's who you are, just in that's case somebody's me. I guess people don't tune in in the middle of a podcast, but yeah, that's you. Danielle. They're like, who who's this? I, I don't know what's next for her. I'd love to collaborate with her. So Brene, if your people are listening, give me a call. Okay. Check, come come to my LinkedIn page. Uh, I'm actually curious what she's going to do next. She did take three months off before she did cho- they chose to like complete the chapters of their podcast. I don't know if she's ever going to come back to podcasting, but I don't know. I'll look forward to seeing what she's doing next. Well, in honor of Brene, why don't we do some stream of consciousness right now? 
Okay, great. Are you ready? Okay, so here's some questions. Here we go. What's a cartoon character that scares you? Uh, Fred Flintstone. Best cat name? Twinkles. Worst cat name? Fluffy. Favorite party food? Chips with salsa. When was the last time you had food poisoning? Uh, I believe maybe three weeks ago. Oof. Best friend's name in elementary school? Shannon. When is your spouse's birthday? Uh, very soon, March 26th. Movie people loved, but you just didn't get. Les Mis, the, mu the musical movie. I hated it. What's your favorite smell? Um, Roses. What's the most overused word? So. <laughs> <laughs> Who is least likely to be president? The Rock. The... <laughs> Any prime number. Seven. Your favorite Brady child. Marsha. Oh, Jan, you switched that. Favorite time of the day. Uh, morning. And what's the last thing you ate? A two-day-old two Indian food. You are pushing it. You don't <laughs> hear a lot of people say that. <laughs> Questionable Indian food. Okay, well done. Well done. Okay, so listeners, you can tell that Danielle is fast on her feet, right? She's got that special talent for improvisation. Uh, and she's also very good at making up songs. I wouldn't say that you're a freestyle rapper, but you're close, right? <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm close, but it's, okay. <laughs> it's a unique crowd-pleasing skill. So we are going to play a game called Name That Lyric. Podfulness. Okay. And this is how it works. I'm going to start off with a lyric from a famous pop song, and it's probably a song that you know. You may not know all the words, but you definitely know the chorus. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read these lyrics and stop right before the chorus, and you have to continue the song. Okay. If you don't know the actual lyric, you need to make up something that's really good, maybe even better than the actual lyric, okay? okay. If you create something better than the actual lyric, you get 30 points. If okay. you come up with the actual lyric, you get 10 points. And if your lyric is a bunch of nonsense that completely misses the mark and the audience feels sorry for you, you get 20 points. Okay. The scoring doesn't, the scoring system doesn't have to make sense because the grand prize is nothing. Because I win because I'm on the podcast with you. You've already won. You don't even have to play yeah. this game. Do you want to play the game or not? Yes. You don't have to. You already won. Yes. Oh, no. Okay. I, I want to win at this too. Okay. Fair enough. So here we go. Six songs. I'm looking for just the chorus, the first line or two of the chorus. And here we go. We're going to start out with a softball. Okay. You went to school to learn, girl, things you never knew before, like I before E except after C and Y two plus two makes four. Now, now, now I'm going to teach you, teach you, teach you all about love, girl, all about love. Sit yourself down, take a seat. All you got to do is repeat after me. I want to make sure you learn in this place. A, B, C's, not a race. <laughs> Wait, do you know the actual song or were you just trying to be more creative? I was trying to be more creative. Okay, good. So you, <laughs> that, well, you got the ABC part, right? That's ABC, easy as one, two, one, three. One, two, three. Uh. Uh. Back to five. Oh, Danielle, you get 20 points. Wait, maybe oh. 20. Cause, yeah, because you're... Okay. It was, good, it was a good attempt. Thank you. Okay, we're just warming a, up here. A, B, C. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. So here we go. Song number two. Come take my hand. You should know me. 
I've always been in your mind. You know I will be kind. I'll be guiding you. Building your dream has to start now. There's no other road to take. You won't make a mistake. I'll be guiding you. Every breath I take, every move you make, I'll be watching you. <laughs> wow. You just did a mashup of the police, every breath you take from 1985-ish with, that was Olivia Newton-John, Magic. You have to You have to believe we are magic. Nothing oh, can stand in our way. That would be an, that would be a fun mashup, right? Yeah, I think so. I believe, or then uh, I just put in another "I believe in magic," which is not the song you just said. No, no, but <laughs> it, had, it had magic in the title. I tell you, ONJ Olivia Newton-John. If you oh. go back and you listen to her music, so good, so good, so good. And when so she good. collaborated with ELO, it's a stop it. That was great. All right. So ABC was 1970. Magic 1980. Here we go. We're moving to 1990, Danielle. Okay. It's driving me out of my mind. That's why it's hard for me to find. Can't get it out of my head. Make sure she's not dead. That girl is poison. <laughs> or maybe she had some poison. Oh, the words, but that's the song. <laughs> that's right. It's because it's poison that she took. Make sure she's not dead. Yes. Make no. sure she's not dead. That's definitely not the meaning of this song, but wow, 30 points for you. It's driving me out of my mind. That's why it's hard for me. Uh, and I think you got 10 on the last one and 30 there. I'm not even going to keep score, but that was. Miss her, kiss her, love her. Not make sure someone killed her or whatever lyric you said. That was make sure she's not dead. The girl drank poison. I think that would be better. Drank poison. poison. Oh my gosh. Weird Al missed out on an opportunity there. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is another easy one. I think I did it again. I made you believe we're more than just friends. Oh, baby. It might seem like a crush, but it doesn't mean that I'm serious. Because to lose all my senses, that is just so typically me. Is it? Oops. Oh. I did it again. Yeah, it is. Come on. I am played with my friends. <laughs> no. I'm I not my... so innocent. <laughs> I drank that poison. So now you're like combining all songs. That was right. That was Britney Spears. So we're going to give you 20 for that one. Nice work. Oops, I did it again. Here we go. Moving on to 19. No, we're not. We're in 2010, right? Ooh, we're going forward. Okay. Moving on to 2010. Her eyes, her eyes make the stars look like they're not shining. Her hair, her hair falls perfectly without her trying. She's so beautiful. And I tell her every day. Yeah, I know. I know. When I compliment her, she won't believe me. And it's so, it's so. Sad to think she don't see what I see. But every time she asks me, do I look okay? I say. Oh, when I see your face. Yes. Nothing oh. can replace. Oh. Girl, you're amazing. Just good. the way you are. That Did I even get the so lyrics good. right? That was so Did I get cool. the lyrics right?
really hard to just hear the words and not hear the melody leading up to the chorus. Yes, so when I see hard. your face, there's not a thing that I would change because you're amazing just the way you are. That is Bruno Mars. I was going to say Bruno Mars. Yeah. yeah and that is one of my excellent. favorite versions of this is in Pitch, pitch Perfect. Oh, I see. I've never ba, seen ba, those movies. Ba, ba. What? I'm sorry. Aka, what? Aka, come on. <laughs> those are the best. There's the pool scene with that song, and they're like, ba, 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 da, ba. So was I it should, kind of was... a, was it Glee as a movie? No, that's not no. even close. No. Glee no. is like, has a band. This is all mouth music. Mouth music. Okay. <laughs> well, I saw, I know the Basic. cup song. Yes, yeah, the cup song, but the, there is a when I see your face mash up with some other song. I don't know, but it's really, really good. They do a ton of mash. Oh, my gosh. It's the they're like my favorite movies. Pitch All perfect. Right. I will try to watch it. OK, thanks. I'll put it on my list. All right. And we'll have finally, a movie watch party. You would rewatch it. I've I will rewatch it every day, all day. I actually used it to test the sound. If the Super Bowl was playing, I was using pitch perfect to make sure my sound was loud enough. Yeah, I love wow. it. OK, yeah. Fair enough. Well, then you're going to love this song okay. that does not come from Pitch Perfect. 2020. Okay. I've been trying to call. I've been on my own for long enough. Maybe you can show me how to love. Maybe. I'm going through withdrawals. You don't even have to do too much. You can turn me on with just a touch, baby. I look around and Sin City's cold and empty. No one's around to judge me. I can't see clearly when you're gone. I said... Ooh, I'm blinded by the lights. I can't sleep until I see your touch. That's right. See your touch. That makes sense. Keep going. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, it's the weekend. Ooh, I'm blinded by the lights. That's exactly My right. Super Bowl show was a bit too much. That show was crazy. That was it right. It made me very nauseous. If you didn't have an anxiety disorder before that, they you should did have afterwards. had a tr trigger warning. There will be like you are in a fun house for 13 minutes. Right. Yeah, it was bonkers. Lights. It was crazy. Yes. Well, you did it the weekend. And I'm going to add up your totals real quick. Hold on. Let me uh, okay, add okay. 360 points. What? Yep. Nice full year done. of points. It's a full that's, year. It's a full year of points. Very good. And we've gone full Actually, circle on this show. We've had a fun time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 365. I thought you meant like a circle. Yes. Whatever you heard is, is, is what I said. Yeah. We Let's review what we've talked about here. We talked about you being from New York, living in Florida. We didn't mention your dog, and that's okay. Do you want to do that's a shout okay. out to Luna? Luna's in the house. That's right. What? <laughs> we talked about Brene. We talked about your wife. We talked about music that people are now going to check out. And, and I think that about does it, right? Oh, I, th I'm, I think we covered a couple things. Yeah, we covered more than that. Danielle, yeah. it's so much fun. I'm so glad you're in my life. Oh, I appreciate you. This was so much fun. Thank you so much. It's nice having friends like Danielle because... She's a fan. She's a fan of good podcasts. She's a fan of good music. She's a fan of comedy. She's a fan of travel. It's just nice to have fans in your life because they're enthusiastic and they're supportive and they're positive. 
Maybe you are one of those people. And if you are, you'd be a great guest on Podfulness. If there's a podcast you'd love to listen to that you're a super fan of, reach out to me. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram. That's at Podfulness. And please comment, like, share, do all that stuff you're supposed to do in social media, but I'm really bad at. So hopefully you know what you're doing because I don't. Anyway, that wraps up another episode. I will catch you next time on Podfulness.